0: Two hundred and sixty euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh, and this is Fobs, and this is the Kickback Pod.
1: And we are back. The Kickback Pod back yet again, episode sixty-six. Thank you, guys, every one of you, for tuning into the pod. And We're excited about this episode. We're always excited at this time of the year because um, the biggest fashion event of the year takes place around this time and that is Paris Fashion Week. And As usual, it is the shoes or the footwear that seems to steal all the headlines so we will be using this episode to go through some of the biggest sneakers that were or at least the most notable sneakers that were seen at paris fashion week some of these are even not sneakers if i'm going to be honest but yeah uh, there's a lot that took place in the last week and we're very excited for the upcoming shoes this is the event that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the year so lots to get into but before we do that my man fobs how you been bro
0: What up, what up? Uh yeah, man, I'm good. Looking forward to the episode. As you said, Fashion Week most definitely sets the tone, gives us all a sneak preview to you know what's to come in the following months. A lot of these shoes will not come out until the fall winter 24 season. Some of them do come out a little bit earlier in the summer. So yeah, it's basically one big preview for sneakerheads and also. I find a really good way to measure brands against each other early. So like if anyone's into doing like power rankings or, you know, comparing brands and predicting which brand will have a better year, which, you know, obviously we've done on this podcast and a lot of other people do, you know, talking with friends or on social media. Fashion week is a good, uh, a good measure because you, yeah, you get a sneak preview of what's to come. You can see who's working with who and, uh, you know, what sneakers look to be, the sneaker of the year but before we get too much into that i mean i'm doing good what about you man we are in the middle of berlin winter so uh i bet you're probably just waiting for
1: warmer weather huh yeah man it's it's the most miserable time of the year if i'm being honest like i i I think i've maybe left my house three times this last week and all three times were to go to the gym uh, I haven't been going out pretty much Flex. at all the last couple of weeks um, because, you know what, there's there's not a whole lot to do. Berlin's pretty quiet this time of the year. So, yeah, man, There's uh, I've just been, I've, I've been actually, um, uh, this is really a year of change for me. So, I wanted to, first of all, change up the entire background of my videos. Um, like, uh, I had that sneaker wall for a long time, which was just a bunch of, like, IKEA bookshelves, if I'm being honest. Um so I I wanted to just, you know, give my videos a different look. So I've been trying to work on this new background, uh but uh unfortunately my deliveries didn't even come in this week. They were delayed and I still basically I'm just waiting. I have like half a background going right now, so that's been kind of annoying. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to uh get a bit creative with it and and see what I can cook up. So let's um let's get into our listener of the week and that is at ryan underscore 20 shout out to you ryan for tuning in to our episodes and now we got to get into you know what we have been wearing lately so i did mention that uh, i haven't been leaving my house that much and my amazing fiance introduced me to house shoes recently (laughs) which i know is a very german thing But, um, and and I've always kind of never got the concept of wearing shoes in the house, but these house shoes, man, it's gotten to a point where I never take them off my feet. So as I get into bed every night, I just leave them right by my bed. And then I wake up in the morning. First thing I do is put on the house shoes. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're, they're amazing. Like how, how, why isn't house shoes a more popular thing? It's so cozy, especially in the wintertime. Oh man, like I, I absolutely love these. And I think she got these shoes for me from Walmart when she oh. was in uh, Canada last year. And uh, I think they only cost like $10. They're from the brand Etnis, you know, that skateboarding brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, man, I, I've been living in my house shoes, bro, if I'm being honest. Do you have house shoes? You must. You no, must. No, actually.
0: House shoes. Nah, dude, because I, I grew up in Asia, right? So in Asia, you take your shoes off and your socks, right? And you like right. you respect someone's house by doing that. So I grew up wearing like barefoot, basically, uh, inside and outside most of the time. I find the concept of house shoes a little bit weird as well. Um, th- I would say there's different types of house shoes, right? Like what I'm gathering from you is yours are like the very like fluffy, comfortable yes. kind. And that that is obviously one big, house shoe type but then another one is actually a lot of people in Germany wear Birkenstocks as house shoes too so oh yeah so they'll have a pair just for inside and they'll wear them um because they're obviously good for your feet with a cork footbed that kind of molds to your foot um like I know my parents I think definitely wore Birkenstocks as house shoes um and my mom still does actually but I'm Nah, I I don't have house shoes, man. I even I hate wearing socks at home too. Like I'm straight like like barefoot.
1: So so do Germans find it really weird that Birkenstocks have become so popular and everyone's just wearing them outside with their regular outfits? Well, no, so
0: Birkenstocks like you'll like a a real like a real traditional German or stereotypical German will have like his inside Birkenstocks and his outside <laughs> Birkenstocks, you know? So or his like gardening Birkenstocks um so i or, don't think they think, one think it's work
1: weird. for each activity
0: <laughs> exactly they probably think it's weird that it's become so fashionable and stylish but uh and also expensive man but i mean that's that's a whole nother topic
1: yeah yeah well so i've been rocking the, the, the house shoes uh my kit the sambas which came in last uh last year the uh black or i mean the dark green one which i personally just call black because it looks very black to me Super comfortable, man. I just can't get my feet off of them because they're just the most comfortable Sambas I own. Uh, and then there's the Romero 5, uh, the oatmeal colorway, which I've been wearing a lot l- lately. Uh, I'm just prioritizing comfort, really, uh, these days. But I've also just to, you know, throw in a little pop of color in some of my outfits. I have been wearing my Wales Bonner leopard uh, fur uh, shoes quite re- quite a lot recently as well. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of been my rotation in the last couple of weeks. What about yours?
0: Yeah, I've honestly been living in of my Coke Uggs. So they're not Uggs, but they look like Uggs. They're these like, okay. um, Suicoke is that Japanese, um, I guess sandal brand, but they do make shoes too. And the ones I have, they have basically like this, like leather suede upper, And then inside is obviously um, fur so it's super nice and warm but the advantage these have over Uggs is that a they look a little bit cooler and b they've got a vibram sole so they're actually a lot better to walk in they are grippier when it's snowing or icy out and the footbed is actually really comfortable they've got like this nice like yeah EVA footbed that um, I find a lot more comfortable than UGG footbeds so yeah that's really what I've been wearing because it's been nasty out it's been cold out so if I'm not going for a jog I'm like wearing my sweet cokes and just walking to the to the park or to the wherever i go i even wore them to the office the other day and i was like yeah fuck it i'm just gonna you know <laughs> just rock comfort over everything so that's that's been me the past few
1: weeks these are a really interesting looking pair of uh, of uggs because they're th- the way they kind of like slope down as opposed to most uggs that have that very round uh, toe yeah and so these these look a little bit more like sleeker more slimmer than most uggs
0: yeah i definitely recommend them they're also they're as expensive as Uggs, and Uggs are pretty expensive. I was surprised; like Uggs cost like upwards of two hundred and twenty euros, yeah, two hundred and fifty, which is crazy.
1: Um, retail for, on these Sweet Oak Uggs right now is two hundred and ninety-seven euros, but they are available on BSTN fifty percent off for hundred and fifty in full size yeah. run. If anyone's interested,
0: they are very very nice. I have them in the classic brown, but they've got them in black. They've got them in uh, green. They also have. My pair is a few years old, so it's not completely waterproof. I mean, it's waterproof, but like the material isn't. But they have ones with like Gore-Tex, like a Gore-Tex membrane, so that they're even more waterproof than the ones I have. So definitely check those out if you're looking for something comfortable, warm, and uh, weather-resistant in the winter season. And as Josh said, they're on discount right now, so probably a good pickup for next year. Speaking of pickups, JD, what did you pick up in the last few weeks?
1: So I just, uh, yesterday was the unveiling of the Kith uh, loyalty program, which I have to say, I I was very impressed by the rollout of this program and basically the issue-free rollout of it, uh, because when, when releasing a product like that, it's very common to have a lot of glitches. It's very common to have a lot of Upset customers, but uh, considering what they were able to accomplish, which is take like 12 years of data, people's purchase history, convert it into three tiers, and um, also uh, there's a bunch of other features with the with the app as well, and then also give out this exclusive access to people in certain tiers. The fact that they were able to kind of roll that out in uh, like a two day period, I was very impressed because I'm I'm impressed by good products. And uh, this was the, the loyalty program for me is one of the best because like, think about all of their competitors. None of them have anything like this. So I was I was quite uh, impressed with what Kith was able to accomplish there. And um, I was also lucky to find out that I did get access to the Kith Gazelles indoors in that very difficult to tell colorway. What does it look like to you? Because to me, in in the original pictures, that pair looked kind of beige pinkish color. Yeah. And, but then when I saw that video of Ronnie kind of like just holding it and twisting it around, it looked more gray to me. So I, I, I don't know what this color is, but I did order that pair. So I'm excited for it. And I believe you did as well. Yep. Okay. I got a pair.
0: I, uh, apparently, they are gonna be produced to order right so we have to wait six months most likely for them to arrive which is i i didn't read the fine print i saw them and i was like yeah fuck i'm gonna buy them
1: um but you know oh, but see, i'm happy see, the to thing wait. about that is like when i ordered it and on my order confirmation it doesn't say made to order because i think i ordered it immediately like in the first two minutes but then later on when i checked the app it said made to order but it yeah, didn't say that I've, at first.
0: I've seen like the messaging around it and like everywhere it says that this release is made to order. So I think okay. they're I think they all made to order. I would be surprised if we get ours before, you know, the summer. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think it's hard to tell what colorway it is, but I mean, it's a gazelle. I prefer the gazelle over the samba anyway. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted the Keith Clark samba, never got it. And so I figured, you know what? Might as well pull the trigger on this one. So let's see what we get come June, July.
1: Yeah, it, it it's also a colorway that like it's the type of colorway that you typically love too. Definitely. So yeah, I'm 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 glad to have picked that up. Uh, the Vimero Five uh, that I picked up recently, I believe it's called the Light Orwood Brown pair. Uh, which uh, yeah, it's another super super clean colorway as well. Gray and blue on the heel, really nice. But uh, what I've been most excited about actually this month is the ridiculous amount of sales going on by every sneaker retailer, every streetwear retailer. The after Christmas period is like the best time to stock up on some pieces that you have had your eyes on for a while. And I've been really kind of uh, saving my money for January and this month I've been I've been using some of that because uh, I've seen, you know, a lot of my favorite brands go 50% off, 70% off. I managed to get some stuff from Stussy, got uh, a few other pieces as well from Engineered Garments uh 70% off, which yeah, so it's 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 great man. Like um the savings have been insane this month at the end of the day money is still coming out of my account i know i'm still spending i was about but, to uh, say <laughs> you know girl math you know i'm, I'm, still, yeah, I'm exactly. actually saving more than i'm spending <laughs> so i'm not spending anything <laughs> yeah no no don't listen don't this don't do not get financial advice from this podcast guys definitely not um, yeah and that's about it man Streetwear, the kit gazelles and the Bomero fives we're by yourself <laughs> Very nice. So yeah, I mean like like we said, I got the Kith Gazelles, and then
0: I actually also got a pair of Vomero fives. I got the Photon Dust, which, which is
1: the nicest colorway yes, to drop last year, in my opinion.
0: The with the silver swoosh swoosh with the metallic swoosh, super nice. Um and
1: restocked, right, on Nike?
0: They restocked pretty much everywhere. Like um yeah. I think Beaston had them, sneakers and stuff had them, Nike had them, but I was too slow. Um, I saw them restock and I was like, ah, should I, should I not? And then my sizes were sold out because obviously it's a women's colorway. So some of the retailers don't have a full size run for men at least. And, uh, then I decided to buy them on uh stock X and was like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to pay for them retail, uh, resale. But I think in total i paid 15 euros over retail because they retail for oh, 160 nuts. and i paid 100 yeah like 78 or something like that just under 180 uh, with shipping and fees and everything so it feels like i paid retail i'm very excited for them and um yeah i can't wait to wear them because now i'm officially part of the vomero 5 yes, fan club.
1: welcome bro welcome yes we're always yes. accepting members and you <laughs> don't even have to get on the wait list to get in the club I'm oh. I'm putting you straight into the club, man. So kind, we might even so get kind. you like um like um, a spot on the committee if, if 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 interested.
0: Like a like a like a junior vice president position. I yeah. can work my way up. <laughs> Very nice. Actually, Not by- you,
1: you know, now that you mentioned StockX, I completely forgot. I I actually had another pickup this week, which I bought from StockX. That was the Adidas BW Army shoe. So that's like you know like the Mason Margella Gats or whatever. Um, yeah. I I saw. I, I honestly the reason for it is because I saw that hard copy collab on the shoe, and I'm like, man, I've always wanted to get this, and and um, I think it's probably a good idea. Maybe I'll get the original black and white. The it's not black white. It's just called BW, right? Um, yeah the original bw adidas pair and it was super cheap in my size on stock x for some reason like all the other sizes were way more and in my size after tax and shipping i only paid 115 so i'm like yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get it Um, because it's not available at any other it's all sold out it all it came out last year i believe sold out everywhere so i thought i might as well just get this in my size so that was my other pickup that i forgot
0: very nice, yeah. Uh, the hard copy one's super nice, but I think in general the shoe is a dope shoe. Um, yeah. Definitely. All right, so let's move into our main topic of this episode. The, t- the we- topic de jour. Topic du jour, yes. Uh, if we want to flex our French skills a little bit. So we're talking the best sneakers at Paris Fashion Week fall-winter 2024. And as JD was saying earlier, we have picked, you know, a selection of the ones that we thought were standout, maybe not the best, and maybe not the ones that will be the most coveted this year, but the ones that got the most attention and love on social media. Um, And we tried to come up with a nice rounded list of different brands, different collaborators, different types of models. So we're just going to kick it right off with the Botter Reebok Energia, which is a wild looking shoe. It's very much on the trend that I was predicting to be big, which is football inspired sneakers. If you guys listened to the episode Mm -hmm. before this, where we, you know, had our big trend predictions for 2024, with the Euros coming up, with the Olympics coming up, with football being, you know, a big part of... The Olympics as well and, and basically going to be a huge part of the summer in 2024 it's no secret that a lot of brands are going to be focusing on football inspired silhouettes we've seen the you know the samba uh, go big the gazelle is going to be big this year as well you've got the adidas predator um, uh, street style or like freestyle version which is more of like a street version of the predator um, which is super nice and then you've got botter and Reebok combining for the energy which if you haven't seen the sh- shoe we're going to put the links of for all these shoes in the show notes but definitely go check it out this shoe is very much futsal or indoor soccer inspired it's got a football tongue i would say with a strap so that you can strap the tongue to the shoe basically and it comes in a lot of different cool colors it's a very aggressive silhouette i would say and something that i don't know maybe is a little bit hard to pull off but it probably also goes really well with this whole y2k nostalgia and revival right like i I feel like you could wear y2k gear like big baggy jeans and these shoes and it would yeah it would teleport you back to like middle school days or like high school days depending on how old you are you know what i mean um but yeah this is a really cool shoe um big fan of the team that worked on this at Reebok and Botter has been you know an underrated collaborator as well they've got some really cool fashion forward and also technologically advanced projects with Reebok so definitely go check out that but JD what do you think
1: about this shoe yeah you called it man you 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 said your number one prediction was football inspired clearly a very football inspired shoe um From what I'm reading here, it even says in the description that the sneakers are very much taken from Puma's, oh, sorry, uh, Reebok's uh, football archives from the early 2000s. So it is like you said it is. Um, These colorways are a bit insane for me. Uh, Insane in a a way where I'm like, I don't know if I can pull it off, uh, especially (laughs) like the crazy yellow and blue pair. But there are two like there's a full black one and then there's a, a total white pair as well. Yeah, the bl- the black one was the one I'm like, okay, that black pair is I, I, that that's cool because because uh, the silhouette is just really nice, you know. Like I can see, especially if you're if you're into wearing sambas, you can easily pull off a shoe like this. It's a very similar shape, I would say, um, especially if you if you like the sambas with the overlapping tongue as well, like a shoe like this it's interesting though that detail with the strap where the strap can hold the tongue down i wonder if like people would want to see that detail on a samba as well like on the whales bonner pairs you know like because people don't like the tongue flapping about so much imagine yeah. if there was like a strap that just held it down
0: that'd be pretty cool yeah.
1: yeah but but yeah i like these i actually like these a lot more than i expected to The next sneaker we're going to talk about is the ASICS and CP Company Gel Quantum 360. ASICS and CP Company have collabed uh, several times in the past, and these shoes also came out Paris Fashion Week. There was a pop-up at CP Company in Paris where the shoes were released, and I saw videos of the pop-up. There was a lineup around the block for these uh interesting interesting colorways interesting collab uh, especially the yellow pair which yeah that looks like it it almost looks like a comic like kind of like um something i would see in like a comic book or something you know it's it's a very um bright yellow it's like wolverine um, and you know? i actually prefer that colorway over the more subtle one the gray and uh, gray and black uh midsole but uh yeah i mean overall i, I wouldn't say i'm a huge fan of the gel quantum 360 uh, model so I don't know if I'll be picking these up but do you have any thoughts on this one?
0: I'm I'm right there with you. I think that it's a weird one to collaborate on I'm not a huge fan of the 360 either from just an aesthetic point of view. I think that ASICS has a lot stronger models both retro and new age and CP company is a brand that very much like Stone Island is kind of like luxury sportswear. it's always on the on the defining edge of, you know, garment technology and material innovation, and so it seems like a bit of a weird choice. I think the choice to work with CP Company and Asics is a good one, and I think they're probably trying to mirror a little bit what Stone Island and New Balance are doing. Both brands, right, are trying to kind of you know, CP Company's trying to get in on the whole sneaker hype and the sportswear hype and asics is trying to get some kind of luxury sportswear brand in there to you know drive material innovation on shoes but these shoes just aren't really doing it for me when i heard about the when when i heard about the um the collaboration i was actually very very excited because i thought okay this is going to be like a new balance stone island rival and anyone who knows me knows that i love new balance and stone island but yeah, this one, uh, I don't know. It's difficult for me. Um, so that's why I would say it's probably a pass, but it was definitely interesting to see, and I think that's what Fashion Week is all about, right? Kind of not not just testing the waters, but also just presenting new things, and this is definitely new, and I think it can only get better and grow from here. So definitely still very, very excited for this partnership um, over the
1: next seasons, even years. The fans of CP Company seem to be quite into the shoe because when I saw the event uh, uh, the unveiling of the sneaker in Paris and the release everyone in the line had like CP company gear on and CP company hats on you know the the beanies with the with the lenses in them so I think you know fans of the brand probably really appreciated it but yeah I, I would say for me it's a bit of a pass yeah the next shoe on our list is not a
0: sneaker it's a shoe and it is a very very interesting one. It is the Louis Vuitton Timberland boot, and there's several versions of this boot. Um, yeah, I mean, what is there to say? I mean, it's it's Pharrell's first big footwear statement as um, head creative director of Louis Vuitton Men's, and it's definitely a statement, man. I mean. It, it was unexpected and when those were teased on social media, that was all I saw in my feed. I don't know what it was like for you, but mm-hmm. these were these were it.
1: I mean for me, this is a very substantial collab. like for me, this is okay, maybe not as big, but um, this is to me as like almost as big as the Nike Louis Vuitton partnership because we're talking about like a uh, super established brand and footwear collaborating with a high fashion label and uh and also like a very staple brand you know like uh, tims have just been around since the beginning you know of time it feels like and uh they didn't try to do too much that's what i kind of like with the with the collab you know yeah they kind of threw their logo in there i felt like a lot of the nike air force one louis vuittons a lot of them look like you know bootleg sneakers these i feel like they look more high fashion they look uh, like the, the, the branding is a bit more subtle. I per- personally prefer this collab more than the Nike Louis Vuitton one. And yeah, it, it, it definitely turned the internet on fire, like you were saying. Uh, apparently, uh, Google searches for Timbaland more than doubled uh, on those days. And in fact, the most Googled search term uh, with regards to Timbaland that day was Timbaland Louis Vuitton price. Everyone wants to know what these are going <laughs> to retail for uh what's your what's your guess like what do you think the retail is going to be on these
0: oh i mean if the air force ones were already 2000 i can see it being similar you know yeah i can see these being around yeah 2000 upwards maybe like maybe the cheaper ones like 1600 1800 euros but i would be surprised if they're if they're anything less than that and yeah you said it i think I mean, I'm a big fan of the Air Force One collaboration. I actually like the fact that they look like bootlegs, and I think that was the whole point of the collection. But it is, yeah, it's a statement to do a collaboration with Timberland. And my favorite is, because there's, there's different ones, right? There's the one with the all-over monogram logo. And then there's the ones that look a little bit more like riding boots. There's the ones that have like a rubber cap on their toe. But my favorite is just the classic wheat colored timberland and then you've got the monogram on on the inside of the tongue mm-hmm. so that when you wear it with the tongue flapped out you see that like you see like a hint of louis vuitton i think that's just yeah that's fire. It's so that, good
1: that, that, that to me was easily the most fire fire pair as well uh what about like the fact that uh one of the biggest themes of paris fashion week this year seemed to be this whole workwear concept right like louis vuitton's like uh for El's entire show, it seemed like they were the models were all wearing what looked like Carhartt jackets, but they said you know Louis Vuitton on them, you know your traditional Carhartt chore jackets, um, and it also it wasn't even just uh, Louis Vuitton; it was some other brands that seemed to also do their interpretation of Carhartt, you know, at at the at yeah. the runway. Which, uh, which you know, had me thinking. Also, also, you know, those Carhartt hoodies, the ones that that's those really thick ones with with the zipper, and uh, you just you just wear like the hoodie on top, and they usually come in like denim materials. We saw Louis Vuitton Mm -hmm. do their take on that as well. So it seemed like American workwear was like the main theme of Paris Fashion Week this year, uh, which is interesting. You know, I, I like. Is it is it like? not so imaginative, you know, because they're they kind of just putting their logo on a very established piece of clothing. Or or is it more of like an homage to Carhartt? I don't know. It's It's difficult to say.
0: I think it depends on your opinion of luxury fashion, right? And the trends. I think it was only a matter of time before this happened because workwear has been a trend for so long. And what I find interesting is that like you said, there was it. The trend focused on like two or three different Carhartt jackets, and Miu Miu did it as well. And wh- what I'm thinking is, how is it possible that all of these different designers have the same idea?
1: Dude, for the same I was season? literally thinking the exact same thing. Like, do they all you call know? each like, other before Paris yeah. Fashion Week? Like, yo, are you are you doing Carhartt jackets? Okay, us too. <laughs> you know, like. I didn't get that. Like, do they pre-plan this? Like, and this seems to happen every Paris Fashion Week, right? Like, there's a yeah, theme always. I, it feels like.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I I like it. I thought you know it looked nice. It looked good. But do you need to pay three thousand euros for a jacket when you can get it for hundred and sixty or hundred fifty at Carhartt? Probably not, right? Mm-hmm. um But there's definitely a customer that will pay that much to look like they shopped at Carhartt but got it from Louis Vuitton so I mean you know to each their own I think it, it's a cool aesthetic it looks cool and there was all it was only a matter of time before luxury and the luxury industry tapped it but yeah I mean let's see let's see where this goes and let's see if we you know end up seeing a lot of people wearing luxury, car, uh, luxury workwear
1: in Berlin and in other major cities in the world i feel like timberland and carhartt were actually the brands of paris fashion week because um i mean we obviously had these homages to carhartt but there was also the i think junior watanabe had some carhartt jackets too on his show Uh, and then obviously timberland kind of stole the show as well so interesting to see how those two brands seem to be the biggest winners Okay, yeah, especially. exactly. I think uh, they definitely
0: take a big W this season, and I think that this will, you know, snowball into like f- you know more spotlights and more collaborations. Timberland might, you know, think that why can't we be the next Birkenstock and collaborate with everyone, mm-hmm. and this be like the first collaboration they do. So, I think time will tell. But I think we're all in agreement here that the Louis Vuitton were an excellent statement by Pharrell and his team. Uh, Moving on to the next shoe on our list, it is uh, Back to Sneakers, and uh, we're talking here about the Comé des Garçons Hoka shoe, and this is the first time that Hoka is really going high fashion, which a lot of its competitors have already done on running, uh, New Balance, etc. Um, It's a nice shoe. I would say not, you know, the most exciting shoe, but that's kind of what happens with Kom song. They keep it very very uh classic and this one is an all black shoe. It is um relatively quiet. It's called the Hoka TC 1.0 and um yeah. I, I don't know what else there is to say about it other than if you are into Hoka, if you are into luxury, high fashion, if you're into Comme Garçon, this might be the shoe for you.
1: I, triple black I, I, dude, Hoka sneaker. I know Comme des Garçons, they like subtlety in their collabs. I get that. But this is a whole nother level of, for me, in my opinion at least, this is a whole other level of a lazy sneaker collab, man. Because this is literally... The, the Hoka TC 1.0, which is, uh, if you just search for that shoe, you'll see what I'm talking about. It is literally the TC 1.0 with, with two gold rings on it. That's it. Like, all they did was add two gold rings to the laces, and the rest of the shoe is exactly, like, untouched. Like, this is not a sneaker collab to me. This is like someone took his pair of Hokas and put his keychain on it you know it's it's
0: but i mean it's a it's a comme des garçons collab because they do this quite often right so i think it's targeting a very specific customer someone who already shops Comme des garçons and wants that like minimal extra edge just to be different and that's what they're getting here they're getting the the base
1: product with two rings on it as you say i feel like you know you you can go right now and buy the hoka tc 1.0 on sale at a lot of stores for maybe like hundred or hundred and twenty euros, and just add two gold rings to it yourself, guys. <laughs> Instead of paying, I don't know what it's going to cost for for this collab. But man, I'm uh, this this collab is making me think. This making me like I feel like it's an insult to collabs. It's not a collab. <laughs> but, <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Man. Next
0: on our list is a, another Comme des Garçons sneaker. This time, Comme des Garçons Um with New Balance. And these are two brands that have worked together several times in the past. This time they're working on the New Balance 860 V2. And JD, I'm going to let you walk us through this sneaker and
1: your thoughts on it. All right. So first impression is the shoes look a little weird to me. Um, I don't. Is this the first New Balance shoe I've seen where gray doesn't look good on it? Like, I feel like gray is not Ooh. working on the eight sixty v two at all uh it looks a little strange i feel like this i feel like that model uh, what Amy Leondor did to it was very nice even some of the G r colorways which came out last year the white and the black pair which i own looks very nice on that model for some strange reason gray is not working for me on the eight sixty v two and this, this i don't collab, know if it's the gray
0: i i you know what i think i think it's the materials because They've switched up the materials, the ones that you have, the Dime collaboration, uh, the Aim and Dor collaboration, those are all like still very athletic leaning. They've got like that big hole mesh, that athletic uh, polyester, etc. And on this one, they've used the standard New Balance 990 upper mesh material, the polyester. And I think that's what it is it's not so much the color but the materials mm. that they've changed up they've made it look like honestly this could just be another 2002 r or 990 or whatever you know what i mean and th- so i'm there with you it it feels a little bit off i don't know yeah for me it's the materials i think
1: that's a good observation actually i didn't i didn't pay much attention to the materials there's the other colorway as well there seems to be a black colorway which looks very GR to me, but I guess that's pretty common with uh, Comme des Garçons uh, collabs, and that's a common critique of them. But uh, I guess now that you mentioned the different materials and you spoke earlier about the type of um, customer, I would say, that, that Comme des Garçons has, it does kind of tick their boxes, right? Because it's a it's a New Balance 860 in materials that you would never find, so it's kind of unusual in that sense. And it comes in your rather clean, everyday colorways that you can wear black, gray. So it kind of is a pretty standard Comme des Garcons collab in that sense. Uh, but as far as like just the looks, I don't think they look that good, in my opinion. So it's kind of a pass for me.
0: Yeah, it's one of those rare New Balance misses, um, especially on collaborations that are previewed at Fashion Week. But... Hey, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that'll think these are nice. Um, let's move on to the next shoe. We are sticking with New Balance, but we're switching out the collaborator. Um, Orally New Balance Nine Ninety V Four. I know you have strong feelings about this shoe.
1: I think they look incredible, man. They uh, the colorway is so nice, especially that dark gray pair with the blue on the on the heel wow so 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 clean i absolutely love it uh it reminds me a lot of another colorway another collab actually that dropped a couple years ago which was like the this is never that 2002 r which feels like almost the identical colorway or was it a 1906 i can't remember but i I just remember seeing an almost identical shade of gray with like a blue n and a blue uh, on the heel as well and uh, but it looks even better in the 990 V4. Uh, I, I've, this is a pair that I'm like I'm circling on the calendar. Uh, it, we're only probably gonna get this in the fall winter of this year. I think most of the Paris Fashion Week items release in the fall. So I got my eyes on this one, man. And also we have this other blue pair as well, which is which looks. Just as good really really gorgeous colorway nine ninety v four too also for me just one of my favorite nine nineties so i i am all in on this collab man orally and new balance for me are just one of the best uh new balance collaborative partners
0: i don't know honestly, i think the nine ninety v four is a great shoe i think orally has it's an incredible brand with some beautiful pieces and the the colors they use they like soft pastels and and Yeah, the materials, the textures that they put onto their pieces are just really, really nice and well thought out. And I can see that these New Balance shoes are also very well thought out. But for me on the gray pair, that like baby blue is just, I don't know, it feels, it looks out of place to me and I can understand why a lot of people are going crazy over them yourself included and some other people that I follow on social media and I would say like yes it is a nice shoe but personally I don't know I'm just not feeling it that much uh I do like the blue pair better the one that has like a darker blue upper but if I had to like you know put these on a copper drop list I probably would drop them I don't know if I would pick these up to be honest with you Um, it's probably a shoe that I can appreciate from a distance but don't necessarily need to have just because it doesn't really work for me but as you said Orly New Balance they have a long standing history some of their 550s were you know highly coveted Mm -hmm. and um, I think there will be a lot of people that will um, that will definitely definitely like these shoes I mean Orly New Balance always sells out Orly is is pretty hype right now as well. High uh, somebody actually sells them on their eShop and a lot of the pieces sometimes go on sale. little insider tip for you if you want to pick those up.
1: High Body has a crazy um,
0: sale right now, actually. Yeah, shh, like, keep that on the download, man. Like, <laughs> no, High <laughs> he- somebody always has a very, very good sale because they have some very cool brands that you know more often than not don't really sell out on their site. So if you're ever looking for something that not many other retailers in your area have check out Somebody. they also ship worldwide so it's um yeah it's definitely a good uh good place to pick some stuff up on the cheap um let's move on to the next pair on our list and I know I mean I've said this the last two times but I know that you're you're going to like these ones because it's Whales Bonner it's a Samba it's a Whales Bonner Samba
1: JD take it away Dude, absolutely, man. Especially, um, there was there was three pairs that were sh- showcased or highlighted, right? There was two of the ones that seemed to be generally releasing. Or no, there was actually only two pairs that got, that got showcased. One was the uh, white pair with the shorter tongue and the blue stripes, which, yeah, obviously, must cop for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting those, and those are not leaving the rotation at all this year. I actually just got this. Cardigan from Stussy on uh, on sale that I think is gonna look so perfect with those Wales boners. So I already like have the fit in mind. So I I definitely need to cop those. But the other pair that really interested me was the much more limited black leather pair with the with the gold or copper dots on the stripe which is very unusual to see from wales bonner i say highly limited because there's only going to be 750 pairs made worldwide and each of them are numbered as well uh i hope to get a pair in fact i actually already like reached out to the brand to like send me a pair but i don't know if they will (laughs) but i'm like bro (laughs) nobody promotes your shoe more than me on youtube man so you gotta send me a pair but let's see let's see if they actually will but man these black these black joints are so so hard to me oh my god those those gold dots too it just adds like it's already a luxury shoe but it feels even more luxury with that buttery super buttery leather and uh the gold on there so man if i can get one of those 750 pairs i will be super super happy what are your yeah thoughts
0: they they look very like rock star as well yes. like the gold studs on the on the stripes it gives it almost like a It's almost like this is a leather jacket for your feet, like one of those like star biker leather jackets for your feet. And maybe that's where Wales Bonner um, took inspiration from. I don't know. Um, It's just what is jumping out to me at first glance. Um, Yeah, really nice pair. And I, I wish you all the luck in the world to get these because 750 worldwide, that is extremely limited. Like we're talking if a store in Berlin gets them, they might only get like five to 10 pairs.
1: Less. (laughs) Probably. I mean, maybe not
0: less because like, like if we're, if we're looking at like 75 cities, right. With 10 each, although you're right, maybe like New York would get like, I don't know, 50 and, and London might get a little bit more or whatever, but. I don't know. I think it's it's definitely going to need some some connections at stores and stuff to get these bad boys because I feel like a lot of people will be after these. And these are also like the antithesis to the silver metallic ones. Um, well, what I'd really love to s- is to see someone wear the silver metallic one on one foot and then these on the other as like a, like a juxtaposition kind of thing. Um, I think that would be really cool. But yeah, beautiful shoe. Wales Bonner and Adidas continuing to kill it. Who says that the Samba is dead? Because when there's releases like this one, the Samba just cannot die. It's 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 just a it's, really. It's nice looking shoe like there.
1: another strong year for Adidas and the Gazelles and the Sambas. All right, moving on yeah. to a next shoe that I know you are very excited to talk about. Let's let's go. Let's discuss this. The another Comme des Garçons. This is the third Comme des Garçons pair we talked about in this episode, but this one might be the best one this is the nike air max tl 2.5 looks like it's going to be dropping in three colorways take it away fobs what are your thoughts on these oh man
0: i mean this is the air max tl 2.5 so basically the next version of the air max 97 the air max 97 famously being the first air max with a full length visible air unit in the sole, uh, also called the Air Max TL. And this one is the 2.5. So you're getting like 97 vibes from it, right? The upper has that same kind of, uh, yeah, pattern on the top, that like wavy pattern, but there's some slight differences to it. And this is one of those shoes, one of those Nike Air Max shoes that, you know, was a fan favorite and then has disappeared. And has popped up over the years as like vintage pairs and people have bought vintage pairs and worn them and maybe resold them and like resold as in like put a new sole on them, not like resold them um, to be able to wear them so many years after they first came out. And it's one of those like really techie 2000s running shoes where you're like, okay, okay. I see what you're doing, you know, and, and it still looks futuristic and cool now. And as you said, there's three colorways. There's an all black colorway. There's an all white colorway and then there's a white and black colorway which i have to say the white and black colorway is my favorite because the contrast between the white and the black is just so good the details really pop on that one and i just i don't know it's it's just such a clean shoe it would all i know i said this uh, about the bamba clava action Bronson new balance 1906 but this might be one of the shoes of the year i would have to say like if i can get my hands on these and the action bronson new balances then i will be a very very happy man this year and probably if i could get those two shoes i wouldn't need any other shoes for the rest of the year that's how good these
1: are yeah without a doubt the white and black pair with the contrasting uh stripes on them wow like easily the best colorway out of the three it looks incredible uh, because the top half is black with white contrasting. The bottom is white with little black uh, lines on them. And the the interplay, I would say, between the top and the bottom is just so beautiful to look at. Uh, it's, it's a shoe that doesn't have a lot of colors, yet it seems like colorful. Um, I, I absolutely love it. Um, I've never really even heard of the TL 2.5 before this collab. Um, so definitely have some um, learning to do there. But... It seems like Nike is going to be pushing that model a lot more this year in addition to this uh, CDG collab. There's some GR pairs that are supposed to be released at some point this year. Probably the the CDG pair will be kicking, start, kick-starting the hype on that pair. Uh, I think also so far, based on all the sneakers we've seen, at least pictures of this year, yeah, I think this is an early contender in my opinion as well for like at least, at the very least, like a top five sneaker of the year. We'll see um uh, cdg i would say one of the brands also that kind of stole the show at least when it comes to footwear at this paris fashion week a lot of sneaker collabs on the way and this one yeah yeah easily the best one
0: yeah i mean divide and conquer for Comme des garcon because there's so many sub labels that like each of them does a collaboration with someone else and then suddenly you have cdg everywhere but yeah, definitely one of the winners of this Paris Fashion Week. We are on to our final shoe of today. And we're going to leave you with a bit of a wild one. And <laughs> a bit of a maybe controversial one, maybe not. We'll see. Um, we're talking about the Junior Watanabe New Balance 1906R Loafer.
1: Sneaker Man, Loafer.
0: What what a What a
1: wild design, huh? You know what? Like I really love about this pair, it's that it's not really the first time we've seen, you know, like a dress shoe combining with a sports shoe. Um, you know, like I, it, it, it reminded me a lot of um, the Cole Haan sneakers. You remember the Lunarlons, right? Like yeah. those were like a brogue dress shoe with Lawn at the bottom. But I think what makes these particularly amazing is that this is the first time where it doesn't feel like half of the sneaker is a loafer and the other half is a sneaker like the top the upper of the shoe is literally taken like directly from the 1906R and they've just added basically like the leather on top to make it look like a loafer so i feel like the integration is something we've never really seen before in a in this in like previous attempts at a sneaker loafer which is what really kind of stood out to me and As soon as I saw this, I'm, like, Googling, like, when is the release date for these because I absolutely want this shoe. This is, like, at the very top of my sneakers that I want to buy this year or shoes that I want to buy this year. I was also, like, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about what do I want to wear on my wedding day. So, like, my wedding is in August of this year. And uh, I know I'm a big sneakerhead, but at the same time, I think sneakers with a suit are just, you know, yeah. I don't I just don't think that's a good look. So I didn't want to really wear a sneaker on that day, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to buy some dress shoes. But if these release before my wedding day, then I'm like, man, I am wearing those on my wedding because that's the perfect item to go with what I what I'm planning to wear. So yeah, man, I'm 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 hoping these release, you know, before August, then I can I can get those, but yeah, I absolutely love this pair, not going to lie so i really like
0: this pair as well but i feel like there's a better version of these that came out already really um yeah by reebok from 2019 so from five years ago there's this really really sick like if you if you google cotweiler reebok they've got this very dope loafer with a nice, like really aggressive soul. And I find it works better there than it does on the, um, on the Junior Watanabe 1906R. Both are very good, but, um, I have to say that I'm more of a fan of the Reebok one, but this also kind of is in line with one of the trends we talked about in our last episode, which was, uh, you know, mule sneakers. But you know, obviously, like hybrid loafer sneakers kind of fall under that umbrella as well. And I think it's an interesting one. I think a lot of people were talking about it as well. And um, yeah, I I would definitely be. Wait, give me a second. Lenny is crying. I'll just pick it up and then we can cut. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to let it record and then I'll just jump back in. Give me like two seconds. Okay, I'll jump back in. Okay. And I think if you did wear these to your wedding, I would definitely be for it. You know, they're a very, very nice looking shoe. And I think what Junya Watanabe has been able to do is expertly link kind of the sneaker identity of the 1906 R with the more formal identity of a leather loafer um so dude if you're gonna buy these i'm i'm supporting you right now man i want to see you wearing these for your wedding
1: you are really a sneaker historian man because i had no idea about this uh cottweiler collab so i had to google it while you were talking and yeah that is a really 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 nice sneaker loafer as well and um, it does, it, it reminds me a little bit of like, kind of like the Balenciaga Triple S in a way, with the way that um, that outsole kind of just pops out like that. And yeah, it's, it's, I also can't even decide right now which one I like better, that Kottweiler Reebok or these Junior Watanabe's. But since uh, those are pretty much out of reach at this point, the Reebok since they were five years ago, I'm probably going to go for the Juniors. But yeah, let's, let's hope they release. In time for me to get them because yeah, these are these are sick, man. These are absolutely sick. Good job, Junya and New Balance. And that's about it. So like that's it. That's it for uh, our uh, list of sneakers to go through on Paris Fashion Week. Hope you guys enjoyed that recap. As usual, we're gonna end off the episode with our upcoming drops. So uh, I'll be honest, guys there wasn't a whole lot coming out in the next couple of weeks so we tried to really dig deep and look for uh certain releases that are kind of under the radar to give you guys so let's go with uh on february 1st there is the converse and swarovski chuck 70s which should be releasing also on nike then we have on february 2nd the uh, brazil dunk lows yeah you guys know that very popular colorway of the dunk low They seem to, you know, Nike's trying to restart the hype on the dunks, it feels like, this year, because a lot of very popular colorways are coming back, like the Iowas, the Brazils, also also the ugly duckling pack is restocking this year, so yeah, they're trying to, you know, kickstart the hype a little bit, let's see if it actually works. Um, I would say the best sneaker releasing in the next couple of weeks, and this is really weird for me to say, since I'm not a big fan of this shoe, but the... Jordan 3 Craft Ivory will be releasing on February the 3rd. Super clean pair. Like, I feel like if someone said this was a collab, like an Ama Manier or just whatever, if they they attach the collaboration aspect to the sneaker, people will already be calling it like, oh yeah, these are Jordan of the year, sneaker of the year, as people like to do. And I feel like it's such a clean pair of Jordan 3s. So um, look out for those. And then on February the 6th, A sneaker that I'm actually kind of interested in is the Feng Cheng Wang collaboration with Converse on the Chuck 70 low. I actually own the high tops in my own collection, the original orange and cream colorway, which I absolutely love. So I might pick up the lows as well just to kind of complete the collection. And then finally, we have another colorway dropping of the Nike Lunar Rome. I know, Fabs, you've talked a lot about how much you enjoy that sneaker, so we're gonna be seeing a lot more colorways dropping of this shoe uh, this year, starting off with the Platinum Tint and Desert Moss colorway, which we'll be dropping on February the 9th. And that's about it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the Kickback Pod. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and follow both of our individual uh, Instagram accounts as well. All of that information can be found in the description of this video. Thank you. Uh, sorry, not video. Uh, that was YouTube brain <laughs> kicking in the description of this podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, shout out to you, Fobs. Once again, another great episode. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, see you guys next time. Peace.